Hi, everyone. This is Betty Who, and I'm hosting the brand new podcast, Unfiltered, the JBL podcast, from your friends at JBL and iHeartRadio. Join me each week as I chat with some of my favorite innovators, groundbreakers, and inspiring individuals. Together, we'll learn about every twist and turn and door slammed in their face that led them to being some of the world's finest creatives and disruptors. Listen to Unfiltered, the JBL podcast, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're highlighting women who've led extraordinary lives of resistance. Whether fighting tyranny, oppression, sexism, racism, reproductive control, or any number of other ills, they created paths for change. Today, we're talking about one of the founding members of the Spanish Communist Party. She was a fiery leftist during the Spanish Civil War, and she was best known by her battle name, La Pasionaria. Please welcome Dolores Ibaruri. Isidora Dolores Ibaruri Gomez was born in December 1895 in Gallarta, a mining town in Spain. Her father was a miner, and Dolores was one of 11 children. Her mother was devoutly Catholic, and despite Dolores's rebellious nature, Dolores remained committed to the faith for much of her young life. In her later years as she was writing her memoir, Dolores recalled one of her first memories, a general strike. She remembered the way workers' wives used their bodies to barricade trains, keeping the business owners from breaking the strike. She was only seven years old, but this early experience stuck with her, uprising in the face of struggle and poverty, and particularly the power of women. As a child, Dolores had wanted to become a teacher, but her family couldn't afford it. Dolores left school when she was 15 to work, first as a seamstress and then as a maid. In 1915, Dolores married minor and socialist activist Julian Ruiz. Their marriage was not a happy one. She later described it as joyless, dismal, pain-ridden thraldom. She often wrote about the parallels between her work as a maid and her role as a wife. Both felt oppressive to her. Julian did introduce Dolores to working-class politics and Marxist literature. It was at this point in her life that she abandoned her Catholic roots and began her transformation into an anti-fascist revolutionary. Dolores began to write for the local miners' paper, El Minero Vizcaino. She adopted the pen name La Passionaria, which translates to passion flower. The name stuck. In 1921, Dolores and Julian joined the nascent Spanish Communist Party. Dolores worked alongside her male comrades, and she made sure that women were welcome. She even founded an organization for women fighting against fascism. Meanwhile, Spain was becoming an increasingly politically divided country. It was facing an economic crisis, and many Spaniards were feeling oppressed by their dictatorial government, which the Catholic monarchy supported. Things came to a head in 1931. Democracy was reinstated and the Second Republic was established. Leftist Republicans gained power, and Dolores moved to Madrid to help organize alongside the workers' movement there. The new government was tumultuous. Fascism was brewing, and on July 18, 1936, General Francisco Franco led a military uprising. This was the start of the Spanish Civil War. Dolores immediately urged Spanish Republicans to resist. 
In a radio broadcast, she declared, they shall not pass, or no pasaran in Spanish. It became the anti-fascist rallying cry. Throughout the war, Dolores visited the troops and encouraged them to keep fighting. She met with communist leadership. She spoke frequently on the radio, providing comfort and trying to keep up morale. What she became most known for were her speeches. She gave impromptu, forceful addresses. At times, so close to the battlefront that she had to project over the drone of artillery fire. In 1939, the war ended in a victory for the fascists. Dolores fled the country, first to Algeria, then to France before being ordered to Moscow. Dolores spent the next 38 years in Russia. During her time in Moscow, Dolores was well-respected by the Soviet regime, and she became close to the leaders, including Joseph Stalin. She also met other communist leaders, including Mao Zedong and Ho Chi Minh. In 1942, she assumed the position of General Secretary of the Spanish Communist Party. She also took on the informal role of being a mother to Spanish exiles. In 1960, Dolores was named Honorary President of the Spanish Communist Party and held on to that title until her death. Two years after Francisco Franco died, Dolores returned to Spain. Crowds of people welcomed her home. That same year, in 1977, the Communist Party was made legal in Spain, so it could register as an official political party. In 1989, days after the fall of the Berlin Wall, Dolores passed away. She was 93 years old. Tens of thousands of mourners and admirers paid their respects at her funeral in Madrid. All month, we're highlighting women who led lives of resistance. For more information, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.